muy buenos días o tardes, dependiendo en qué hora me estás mirando. Soy Chris. En Israel. Y estamos aquí en un nuevo episodio de Estás en Familia. Estamos aquí porque habían muchas cosas en nuestra mente que queríamos hablar, pero hoy en especial vamos a hablar de lo que es la comida. Ay, es el love-hate relationship que tú tienes con esos platos típicos de tu país. Y si te gustan, si no te gustan, eso vamos a hablar. Tenemos una invitada especial que vino eh, a acompañarnos en un nuevo episodio. Bienvenida, Nicole. <ríe> so, Nicole está aquí y vamos a estar conversando de, eh, como ya dije, de la comida. Como ustedes saben, nosotros somos ecuatorianos y como buenos ecuatorianos tenemos una cuisine muy único a lo que es nuestro pequeño gigante país. Okay, tenemos costa, sierra, oriente y región insular y de cada pedacito del país venimos trayendo un, un plato típico, algo delicioso que eh, comíamos allá, que veníamos a comer acá. Y, y de eso vamos a, a tratar en este episodio. Si tú no eres de Ecuador eh, y te gustaría tratar alguno de los platos de los cuales estamos mencionando, please be my guest. Busca un buen restaurante ecuatoriano. Eh, por favor, uno que tenga todas las estrellitas en el Google con buenos reviews, porque después vas a decir, ay, no, es que la Cristina me dijo y this food sucks. Yeah. No, búscate uno bueno. No recomendamos a ninguno porque we're not being sponsored. <laughs> Todavía, pero si nos estás mirando y quieres sponsorship, ya tú sabes, get in touch with us. Eh, no, entonces, eh, comida típica y quizás si vienes de otros países y estás... Eh, te identificas con, con esto de mantener tu cultura. En Estados Unidos tenemos que mantener la cultura de alguna manera y el lenguaje es una de esas maneras. Y eh, tenemos que comer, desayuno, almuerzo y merienda. Obviamente, mantener la cultura también viene en la forma de lo que está en tu plato todos los días. Empiezo. Cuando nosotros llegamos en los noventas, no había la comida que hay hoy tan readily available. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of choices out there as far as different uh, nationalities that had their own restaurants. I remember when we came, um, well, we came into um, Irvington, which wasn't a, a place that had a multicultural uh, places that you could go to. And even when we moved uh, towards Newark, there wasn't a lot of uh, choices to go. Um, no ecuatorianos anyways. No, there was mostly uh, Portuguese food. Portuguese. That, and thus, that we had to adapt to. Mm -hmm. And my friends, my Portuguese friends know I'm one-fifth Portuguese <laughs> by all the Portuguese food I've eaten in my life. Um pero sí, o sea, eso es lo que nosotros teníamos. Nosotros comíamos lo que había en, en, en cuestión de, de quizás comer por fuera. Pero nos estamos adelantando, ¿ok? Nosotros eh, vivíamos con nuestros padres. Nuestros padres cocinaban lo que había. Y se mantenían con una dieta estrictamente ecuatoriana. Eh, ¿Era el caso lo mismo contigo, Nicole? Ya, yeah, I mean, cuando llegamos, mi papá siempre cocinó igual comida, igual comíamos fritada, igual mi abuelita hacía morocho, igual la colada morada, la fanesca, igual, o sea, 
Yo creo que de eso no perdí mucho. Okay, so tú, llega, my parents. tú llegaste en qué año? Yo llegué 2008, tenía nueve años. Ok, so en el 2008 ya había un poquito más de lo que son productos ecuatorianos readily available en los supermercados y eso. Eh, pero nosotros estamos hablando del 93, <coughs> early 90s, donde lo que había era mucha comida eh, boricua, supongo yo, ¿no? Lo que, lo, el, el, el material. Mexicano. Yes, Mexican. Lo único que había... Eh, para ser diferente de comida, era comida mexicana, eso sí me acuerdo, comida mexicana y creo que puertorriqueña o dominicana, yeah. algo así. Yeah, so en la casa comíamos, you know, tu, tu típico, eh, y, y yo sé que en Colombia también se, se hace, yo creo que en Perú también, que tú comes a lo menos el almuerzo y te dan tu platito de sopa, Terminas tu plato de sopa y te dan el segundo, saben decir, ¿no? Entonces, tu, tu almuerzo típico conlleva de eh, sopa, arroz y un jugo, un licuado, un vaso de cuáquer. Entonces, mm. así, así mismo eh, venimos nosotros aquí. Oh, en ese sentido, o sea, no hubo un, una diferencia de, oh, what are we eating? Comíamos lo mismo, teníamos la, la sopita, el arroz y, y you know, algo de, de tomar. Um, entonces, eh, habían comidas, como yo digo, en el, cuando nosotros llegamos que no habían comidas típicas que no podíamos nosotros tener acceso a comer. Eh, y cuando hablamos de comidas típicas, ya Nicole mencionó algunas. Tenemos el morocho, tenemos la colada morada, tenemos, ¿qué más dijiste? Fanesca. Fanesca, ok. So, fanesca es, para los que no saben, es algo que se sirve específicamente durante el Easter time. ¿Correct? Yes. Ok, so, durante Easter time. Y es una sopa que, que trae un montón de granos. Trae, Everything in the kitchen sink. So, yes. yeah, I had to actually research that for yes. another one of our episodes. So, son 12 granos para simbolizar los 12 discípulos. Nah, there you go. Y el pescado. ¿Qué simboliza el pescado? Jesus. He's oh, the there. fish of life or something. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Y, y el huevo. <laughs> de Jesús. <laughs> We're going to be shunned by the Catholic Church. <laughs> like, do your own research. El asunto es que lleva muchas cosas. <laughs> But I've never had a fanesca with huevo in it. I'll be completely honest. Eh, eh, con no? huevo y la empanadita, no. que últimamente yo he visto que lo venden con una empanadita chiquitica. Oh, you're right. It does have huevo. Aquí hay una foto, hold on, I'm gonna put it up on the, on the screen, hold on. Uh, it really trips me out, like, how, how you could accessorize okay. that, and like, I've why, why eaten, do you put Maduro in there? No, I've never eaten any any fanesca that ever even looked remotely close to this. No, that actually looks that, good. Mm. <laughs> is that a piece of cheese? That is a piece of cheese. And peppers. Bueno. And aguacate. Okay. I don't think an Ecuadorian made this. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It's probably it's Gordon. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Fine cuisine at its best. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, this I one looks more like that. it. Hold on, here. You have to see the fish poking out. Ah, sí, sí, eso yeah. es más. Eso tiene el pescado, tiene el huevo y... This is like an Ecuadorian like ramen type thing. It's like a soup just mixed with everything. Yeah, yes, I could, I could agree. agree. So, cuando tú haces algo donde tienes, donde pones muchas cosas, dicen, ah, hiciste fanesca. Mm -hmm. Pero la fanesca es un plato típico que se come durante Easter time eh, y es típico del Ecuador. O sea, yo no he visto en ningún otro país que, que 
tienen esta, este dish, ¿no? Incluso como hay diferentes países que tienen el dish, pero le dicen de otra manera, I've never seen it en, en ningún otro lado. So, eso se hace en eh, um, Easter, la colada morada con las guaguas de pan, eh, se hace en noviembre, que eh, se, igual es una celebración eh, que se une a lo católico religioso, que se hace para celebrar el Día de los Difuntos. Y de ahí en más, dependiendo de qué parte del Ecuador vienes, tienes tu encebollado. Eh, come on, help me out. ¿Qué más? I have a picture of the colada morada, if you want to okay. take a look. a ver. Yes, típico. Uh -huh. Colada morada. Y That's agua similar to, to what Peruvians call la mazamorra. Mazamorra. No, pero no. la mazamorra de ellos is like really thick. Like this is drinkable. You can... <laughs> like you they, the mazamorra you have to eat with a spoon because it's like hearty, hearty. Mm. Um, Um, I'm trying to see Masamora. Yeah, here it goes. This is what it looks like. You see? It's like, like a pudding almost. Yes, oh. like that That cinnamon stick is like standing. <laughs> That's not moving. <laughs> yeah, Morocho is another one. Um, Guatita. 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 Yes. So, todas estas cosas. Guatita sí había. Eso sí me acuerdo que mi mamá cocinaba eso mientras estábamos growing up. Eh, pero de ahí en más empiezas a adentrarte en, en cosas más eh, típicas, autóctonas del país, ¿no? Adventurous. No, ni tanto adventurous, pero... Wild. Cuy. <risa> cuy. <risa> <risa> like, eh, eh, señor productor, por favor, un cuy. Oh, sorry, first picture that popped up. And it's... This is why... I, I've gotten clowned on for this a lot. This. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so these are cuyes, mm -hmm. which, um, which is a guinea pig. Mm -hmm. And yes, we do eat those in Ecuador. Because this definitely looks appetizing. Keep, <laughs> keep in mind that they're, they're cooked over uh, hot coals, so that's yes. why they look the way they do. Yes. So we, we, we get dogged a lot because of that. Because it's like, hey, you eat, you know, you eat your pet, whatever. Listen. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, chickens are meant to be kept as pets for some other people también. Y también se comen. Cuyes también. Y cuyes definitivamente no se hallaba aquí en Estados Unidos por nada. Por nada. Porque ahí sí eh, que no había, ¿no? Cuyes. Eh, Yaguarlo creo que es una comida bastante típica. Y, y para eso sí, hasta el día de hoy, no creo que alguien, a menos de que. Eh, vaya a los lugares estos donde compras el animal entero y, y lo sacrifican. No creo que yo he comido una, un jaguar locro de por completo, ¿no? Wait, what's a jaguar locro? Eh, I, sp I spelled it phonetically and I found the right one, but I never had that. What? No. Never had that? No, here, that, that's what it comes up. The, the one in the corner is what we're looking at. This one? No. Uh, all the way in the corner in the top, the on left. the top. Top left, there you go. That's what the is one. It? So it, it's a soup, obviously. <laughs> it, it's uh, a soup that has a lot of uh, internals. Of <laughs> the <laughs> he gave the water <laughs> word internals <laughs> for you in a plate. Ah, uh, okay. Eh. 
Eso tiene... Eh, Internal organs of, of the cow? Sheep. Of the sheep. Oh, of the sheep. Sheep. Oh, okay. I gotta talk to my parents about this. Y, y lo que ustedes vieron de, de un color diferente. I can't believe que no te han dado a comer y abuelo croto. Te dieron y no te dijeron que era. I mean, it probably wasn't presented like this. Because this looks like the crunchy parts of fritada. Like, hold on, I'm going to go back. Right, like this. No, that's blood. That's blood. No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. It looks like the crunchy parts of pork. Like the, st the stuff that sticks to the pot. Yeah, that's yeah. what that looks like. Yeah, but it, it's, so. it's it's blood. blood. Huh. We want to suck your blood. Yeah, no, I yeah. haven't had that. You know, like how they have like blood sausages. It's just, yeah, it's, it's like pretty much that, but it, without, without the casing. casing. Yeah. Yes. That's so, fun. también, plato típico, pero no, no se come en una season específica como la fanesca o como la colada morada, pero sí debes tener todos los ingredientes para cocinarlo y si no tienes los ingredientes, pues ya se, se hace más difícil. Y es una, un sinnúmero de, de, de platos eh, específicamente ecuatorianos, como tú tendrás tus propios platos típicos de tu país y, y, y si les tratas de explicar a unas personas, se, se quedan viendo así como, what? Tú comes eso. ¿Y, ¿Y cómo? O sea, pero es, es parte de mantener nuestra cultura viva, ¿no? Entonces, eh, empezamos. Vamos, a, vamos a, a hablar un poquito. ¿Qué comidas que tú te acuerdas? Tú viniste a los nueve años, tú a los siete. ¿Qué comidas no había aquí que extrañabas? Que you're like, man, I wish I could get my hands on this. I think for me, you know, I was still young when I came here, so I didn't really know about uh, the different taste of, of food. Um, so I was very picky as to what I like to eat, but one of the things I really remember was, uh, what the hell is this called? The, the fish that they used to have in El Mercado. Um, fish? Yeah. Oh, La corvina. La corvina. It used to be like uh, fried fish, and they used to put like a whole bunch of lemon on it, It used to be so good, like with uh, fried potatoes. Fried potatoes. But like no French fries. Una no. papa completa. Frita. It was banging. It was, it was good for somebody that was young, but probably somebody in their 40s, it was probably a heart attack waiting to happen. So it was the whole fish cooked? No, no, no. no. La corvina es enorme. Filet. Solo like filetes. Pedazos, pedazos. Like you could see the bones and stuff. But that was good. It was a, an easy fish to eat. Well, I'm trying to look it up. Corvina con papas. Y mientras tú buscas eso, Lu. Nicole, ¿qué extrañabas tú? Creo que la facilidad de solo salir y comprar las papitas fritas. Mi papá siempre nos llevaba a comer mollejas, like down the street. Like it, and it was so close. Everything was so close. Then we got here, like, oh, what's something close? Wendy's, <laughs> you know, not the same, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, mollejitas asadas. Mollejitas, no fritas, también. Mm. I don't, it, it was just a mixture of everything. What's I was young, molleja? too. Huh? Ah? What's a molleja? The gizzards. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm learning about this. As, as, as we go along, He's you're like learning. trying to Google everything. <laughs> no, I really am. Why is my family so weird? <laughs> No, it's because people would just feed it to me, and I, I can probably, like, see what it is. I just don't know the name to it. Oh. Yeah. Just like there's that, that potato-looking thing that they make salads out of over there. Your mom's made it before. Potato. Yeah. So Peruvians call them ojucos. 
and Mejocos. Ah, I didn't know. Mejocos. Yeah, I didn't know that was the name of it until much later. Mm. I was like, like maybe three or four years ago that I learned what they were called. So that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I probably recognize it. I just don't know the names of it. Okay. okay. I'm a gringo. You are a gringo. It sounds. It sounds like mm. that must be that that second generation yeah. situation. Yo, para mí, quizás lo que yo más extrañaba, eh, I don't know, de comida, comida, quizás lo, lo que vendía mi abuelita eh, <coughs> en el mercado, que eran tripas, que eran tripitas de cerdo eh, con papitas, con mote, eh, eso, o sea, porque, o sea, ¿Cómo vas a...? Incluso aquí hasta ahora, again, unless you go and you buy the animal and you have a sacrifice, you are not able to obtain all the things that you need to make those certain specific dishes. No hay chance. No hay manera. So I was, I was listening to, I can't remember where or what specifically thing I was listening to, but it, it just got stuck in my head that certain dishes uh, are getting lost Um, because of time, because people ha are not making them anymore and they're losing the recipes. They don't know how to cook them. And I think some of the things we grew up with are, are kind of that, those particular things that sooner or later, maybe when our kids get bigger, they're going to be like, mom, what, what is that? You know? And it's like um, one of the things that our, our specific country or, or culture um, does when it comes to food is like we don't waste much when it comes uh, from the animal so yes we we tend well i'm not saying we because i'm very picky um <laughs> very picky <laughs> as to what i eat so if it's not really meat i'm not gonna eat it but i will venture into having some some different things so my parents actually grew up with, with eating all the inners uh, of the animals and i say inners because i don't really know what the inners are but they cook <laughs> <sighs> but things like that i think it, it's gonna get to a point where people are not gonna know how to cook them how to make unless, them yes unless you like go to the, that specific place mm. but coming over here is just like one of those things is gonna be forgotten yeah yeah here in the states absolutely because You know, we we cannot find all the ingredients here in the States, number one. Number two is like if people are not consistently eating it, why are you making it? That's true. I think there's a market for everything. Yeah. And then um, number three is like if you are not teaching the younger generations that this is even a thing, not even that you hear, aquí está un plato come, sino... Um, you know, just talking about it, just maintaining that, oh, cuando yo era chiquita yo comía, oh, mi mamá hacía, like, even as a cuento, to maintain it, like, so even if your kids run into somebody that says, oh, vamos a comer yaguar locro, they're like, oh, I remember mi mamá sabía hablar de eso, pero nunca sabíamos dónde, dónde había. That's true. Yo quiero probar, ¿me entiendes? Pero si es que eh, Mr. Gringo Man over here is like... <laughs> I don't know, I, no, no, no. I, I've probably eaten it. I just don't know the name. Because my dad is big on that. He like, He's the one that used to feed us, what's it called? Machica, morocho, guacamole, all that stuff. Like, I've eaten it. 
I just don't know the name. But that's just like pretty standard. Like once you get into the inners, then you start like going. <laughs> then you start into forgetting the, the names. And you start going in, into the adventurous wild side of, of uh, things you don't know what you're eating. So but, yeah, I think I think another reason why a lot of these dishes are also getting lost to time is because of how much like prep it takes to make them. Yeah, oh. the time. Yeah, like Fanesca at some point, like the Ecuadorians here, unless it's being brought from over there, it's not going to get remade here. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make it. Yeah. Um, I, well, me, because I don't like it. And even my grandma, she'll do, she'll even separate a fanesca for, well, I don't know for me, only for me, but she'll separate a little bit without fish because I don't eat seafood like that. But I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, am I really going to make fanesca for my kids? What if they don't like it? Like, I'll take them to grandma's or to my mom's to, to have them exposed to it. But I don't know if I'll keep making it. That's what I was asked too. So it's like you like tamales, right? Yeah. Have you like ever made a tamal? No. <laughs> you know how much work goes into making a tamal? Oh my god. We have a story to very tell. Very time consuming. <laughs> we have a story to tell. So my mom has made tamales repeatedly over the years. A lot of credit to the women that know how to do that. <laughs> and do it right. So I said, how hard can it be? So yo le ayudaba a mi mamá a hacer los tamales o sea yo sí yo le he visto todo el proceso esto no es difícil esto es una cosa de que lo que no sabemos se puede buscar en YouTube whatever we can do it how y hard is it it's just like playing like Play-Doh yes we can do it we can do it I have seen my mother do it a thousand times me pongo a hacer el condumio salió delicioso se olía la casa I was like it smells like mom is here I could do this I couldn't do it guys <laughs> Uh, that 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 is is the infamous day that Cristina made blocks at home. They were you could literally stack them up. They were so hard, duros, 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 and I was like, maybe they just need to boil a little longer. Maybe they, y era todo por por por. Like I know how to do this. I'm not gonna call my mom. I'm not well, going to because this is the, I've seen her, yeah, you know, like stubborn. So stubborn. if there was a fourth pick, he could have probably built his house with it. Era una una, óyeme, fue triste. O sea, fue una cosa de el condumio estaba delicioso. O sea, can we break away at the break y me como el condumio porque era lo único bueno. There's like a surprise in there. But since then, have you made it again? I refuse. I'm afraid. I actually, eh, so como se unen las costumbres aquí en Estados Unidos, los mexicanos son muy del de, 6 de enero se parte la rosca, el que tiene el niñito tiene que hacer tamales. Guess what? Me tocó hacer tamales. And everybody joked, que es like, oh my God, la Cristina va a hacer tamales de nuevo. You kidding me? Y, y mi hermana, que es un amor, la amo. Dice, no importa. Traemos el pepto bismol. See, that's another tradition I never understood. The roscas? We've never done that. No, porque es algo mexicano. Oh, okay. Es algo I mexicano. Was like no, 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 thing. no. No, es, es algo estrictamente mexicano. Okay, so, ya aquí todo se. So I se think, yeah, like, like what she mentions, growing up in the United States is like you pick up like different traditions that your own culture has not had. Like Thanksgiving, we've never had Thanksgiving, but we just assimilate and we like pick it up and we're like, all right, we're eating turkey too, I guess. <laughs> you don't eat turkey though. I don't eat He's turkey. <laughs> Wait, why don't you eat turkey? I don't know. I, I I don't like the taste. The taste or how dry it is? Like the texture? Both. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'll I'll eat a, a turkey sandwich, but I can't eat the whole turkey. 
Well, you can eat the whole turkey. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not going to be walking around Disney World eating a turkey leg. Well, now that you brought the topic of Thanksgiving up, since you guys assimilated in that sense, what kind of foods do you guys eat? In, in Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Yeah. Pernil. <laughs> what else? ¿Qué comes tú en Thanksgiving? We have the turkey, but we also have, like, pernil, my dad, uh, ham. Do you guys make ham? My, yeah, last last Thanksgiving we had ham. And the year before that we also had ham. So you keep it more American traditional? Yeah, well, we never did Thanksgiving in Ecuador, so I don't... We <laughs> ate turkey in Christmas. Navidad. Yeah, eso es el problem. So, you really do an American Thanksgiving? That's weird. <laughs> okay, we're gonna eat cuy. <laughs> what do we do besides the pernil? Un sequito de pollo, no sé qué. That was the una, una Thanksgiving que tú hiciste ceviche peruano. Yeah, I, I keep it uh, I keep it different. <laughs> y, you know, we have like mote. We 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 are weird. We pick up different things. Um, we even did that that thing with the fasting. Yes, but that no, was that's uh, lack of food. <laughs> that was for another reason, that but was still. Sí, so tratamos tratamos de hacer las las cosas un poquito diferentes. Pero bueno, sabemos de las las comidas que nosotros nos gustan. Nosotros tratamos de mantener aquí en Estados Unidos. Aside from all these fancy dishes que no se comen todos los días, chicos, no piensen que nosotros comemos fanesca todos los días, este, que comemos sangre todos los días, <laughs> los innards <laughs> todos los días. Eso no es de todos los días. Es, es una cosa más normal así de sopa de lenteja. Este, sopa de fideo. <laughs> more times than not. Eh, That's the go-to. Yes, si eres eh, machona, como decía la abuelita, si no sabes cocinar una sopa de fideo, estás mal. Eh, ¿Qué más, Nicole? ¿Qué, qué, qué son unas, unos platos que se repiten bastante en tu casa? Así como, oh, sí. Me da siempre cocina fritada. Pero así ecuatorianos, ecuatorianos. No, sí, de que... You know, like I come to visit you on a on a random día de la semana. What what would be un plato en la mesa? It has Arroz, to have rice, though. Yeah, carne. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have rice for breakfast. For breakfast. Most, uh, yeah, like well, m well, mostly my dad. He'll have a meal, and then I'll just eat whatever my dad makes. And you know, like good. some some people out there, they're gonna be like rice for breakfast. They're gonna be looking at you like you're crazy. But for us, it's normal. Yeah. Like. For healthy reasons, I've, like, stopped eating rice for breakfast. <laughs> but, you know, but whenever I can, I'll eat some rice. Yeah, no, my dad says, like, he wants uh, comida de verdad. And that's all, comida de verdad is, like, rice with a meat and then salad, like, a real meal. Like, mm -hmm. if he goes, if we were to give him, like, a burger, like, that's not a meal. That's not a meal. That's, like, a snack. That's not a meal, yeah. though. Like, he, he. But in here, it is a meal. Yeah, that's in what they here, get kids at school. For yeah, lunch. like in in America, I feel like the kids will be like, "Oh yeah, this is what I had for lunch," but for us, that's not a meal. <laughs> I mean, it's. That's un sanduchito. Yeah, no. Pero para ir comer en la casa, no, 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 no. Yo digo y también las 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 ideas erróneas que tenemos así de, oh, se va a Estados Unidos y hamburguesas y hamburguesas, no. Pero aquí tienes la gama de cosas que escoger que. You know, like a burger is not necessarily the, the one. Like if I'm hungry, yo quiero comer 
por fuera y no, no creo que me iría a, una, a, a ver unas hamburguesas. I don't know. So, I actually saw this, this video online that said, uh, Jersey is the worst place to live in because of uh, the, the taxes and how much you have to pay everywhere. But it is the best place in the world to have multicultural uh, food. They said that they have the best food from different countries here in Jersey. So, you can't go anywhere else in the United States and have that experience. And I'm like, you know what? I think I think they're right because over here you have a lot of choices. Even if you don't want to have um, certain Hispanic food, you know, you have pizzas, you have Chinese, you have, um, I don't know, Hispanic food. De otros países. Yeah. Okay, so, eh, teniendo en cuenta lo que hablábamos antes de que en el Ecuador uh, se comía el, la sopa y el arroz, es bastante para... Para un adulto, nosotros que venimos de niños, ¿alguna vez viste un problema con, con eso de portion control o, o eh, las porciones eran tan grandes eh, que no avanzabas a comer las dos cosas y había algún problema con qué pasa cuando no acabas lo que está en tu plato? ¿Qué pasaba eh, cuando eras niño y versus qué pasa ahora? I think we need to rewind a little bit and talk a little bit about uh, our our specific experiences uh, as Ecuadorian. Growing up, when we we had this thing where our parents said, you guys are not leaving this table <laughs> until you finish whatever's in that plate. I don't want to see uh, a speck of rice. I don't want to see nothing that falls off your plate. And uh, growing up. Move up to the mic. Growing up, it, it, was, it was like that. And um, I think... That's why most of us were overweight when we got into our early teens. And um, I think we just needed to adjust. Like now, I think we assimilated to, to a different um, eating habit. And now, like even for my kids, I, I tell them like, oh, you have to eat, you have to eat. But now I think that they're just picky. Like I'm not pushing them to, to eat the same. They're picky like their father. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... It, It, it's to the point where, like, for us, it was, like, two two type of dishes where you had to eat them. I'm like, yeah. I'm asking you just to eat one, man, just one. And it's just, like, I'm feeding them poison. <laughs> it's just so hard. Yeah, oh, well, the kids eat. Maybe your parents saw you like that when you were younger. No, but it, I had to eat two plates. Mm. Versus my kids, I only push them to eat one, and it's just, like, so aggravating. Tú estabas diciendo algo, Nicole, decías, en el Ecuador... Este, te daban igual la sopa y el arroz. Mm -hmm. Pero, eh, eh, yeah, the food, I don't know, the food tastes different when, you, like, you're in another country. They, it doesn't, I don't know if you, I can eat more in Ecuador, or I guess I recently went to Colombia. I could eat more in Colombia than I could here. Here, I always leave, like, I always have leftovers all the time. Like, I don't remember a time where I went to a restaurant and I finished my plate. I always just take it to go, and that's fine. But but before, it was very, like, if you don't finish your plate, it is maleducada. That's, like, you yes. have to be respectful yes. and finish the, the yes, plate. Yes, that's, that's a big part of the culture. Like, you not finishing your plate is you not showing um, respect to the respect person to that the gave person it to you. To the person who cooked it, yeah. 
I think that that's one of the big things that they taught us when we were, you know, growing up. Like that old mentality that like you have to, to show them respect. You have to eat everything on your plate. But I guess now it's like we don't really instill that into our kids. And it's it's a little weird, you know? I try to, but I also have made their portions a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to, and my husband will disagree with this. <laughs> but I really don't don't give them like la porción de un adulto, ¿no? Sería la, la porción que yo sé que, que mi hijo o mi hija puede y debe comer, puede y debe comer. So, si yo te estoy dando poquito, no me vengas con el, el viento fresco de que ah, ya no avanzo. No te di mucho para que no avances, unless you ate something prior. Then that creates another problem, which is like no, no snacks before dinner. So that creates a whole big other thing. Y otra de las cosas que yo veo ahora es que ellos no les gusta comer ciertos, eh, ciertos dishes. Yo hago arroz con guatita, me piden seconds. Um, pero si hago cualquier seco de carne, seco de pollo, me pelean. No les gusta. No es una cuestión de que no avanzan. They're choosing not to eat it. Y a eso es diferente. Well, did you make it with love? Because <laughs> that's the main ingredient that makes everything taste good. They don't like anything wet on their rice. No? No. Same, same. I like my shit dry. I agree. I agree. I don't like soupy things. Pero no les hago soupy. I mean, no les estoy llenando de caldo el, el arroz, pero tiene que remojar, pues, si no te vas a atorar en el arroz. No. For that, I eat soup. Un unless it's something really dry. <laughs> it's already going to be in your stomach. No. It has to be dry. Unless it's something really dry, then I'll be like, all right. It makes sense. <laughs> a Popeye's biscuit with a little bit of caldo. It's easy. Um... Bueno, entonces vol volvemos, ¿no? Entonces, vivimos aquí en Estados Unidos, estamos eh, aprendiendo a comer diferentes cosas. Una de las, oh, una de las experiencias que, que yo les he contado a mis estudiantes es, no, yo llegué a los 10 años y yo no creo que, si, que comí fast food, sino hasta los 15. So, where were you when you had your first burger? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I wish I had like a track, like a sad track. Do, do, do. <laughs> I mean, I'll add it in post. So. <laughs> el, el asunto es eso, es que... For a dollar a day, <laughs> you could feed a Hispanic kid a burger that their parents refuse to buy. <laughs> I comí de la casa. <laughs> eh, no. I had my first burger from McDonald's when I was, I think, like 15. También. Mm -hmm. That was the rite of passage, y tú? I don't remember it. I don't, I wasn't, I don't know. In Ecuador was, McDonald's was like, I guess a luxury. Yeah. Yes. You, it was like, you yes. didn't just go to McDonald's for like whatever reason. It was like a, a good day. I think I remember first day of school, McDonald's set, you know, the year, to start out the year good. But Pero here, en el Ecuador. En el Ecuador, sí. Oh, so tú ya, muy fácil. I guess we did, man. I was living the life. But again, wow. sí, we don't, even still, we don't buy a lot of fast food. If I buy fast food, it's because I'm out with friends. If we were lucky, we got on a sarchipapa. Yes. Yeah. That, that was our go-to situation back home. It was like, sarchipapa. Y te daban en la fundita y al final le dabas la vuelta y te chupabas toda la funda. 
I don't know how people didn't look at us all weird, like walking around the street <laughs> licking the bag. Because everybody Cause everyone knew was they doing did it. it. Yes. It's like licking the yellow bag, just licking it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, aquí en los Estados Unidos, sí, tom tomó bastante tiempo para nosotros. <coughs> being introduced to fast food y that was another thing que was like oh los compañeros de colegio is like oh vámonos vámonos a comer number one you don't have pocket change like that to just walk to down the street to to grab some fast food but then again fast food y, y llegar ahí al, al esto no y ver el menú es like que o sea que se ordena que se ordena porque es es like if you've never done it and mm -hmm. you're like you don't want to look like an ass so I like Deme un dos, deme un dos. <risa> deme un dos con extra fries. <risa> Porque, o sea, sí es raro. Y, y, o, o pararte pararte atrás de alguien y ver qué están ordenando para ver. O si no, el típico, oh, yo fui con mi amigo. Y dice, ¿qué vas a comer tú? Ay, oh, yo voy a pedir tal cosa. Pide dos, pide dos. Pide dos, <risa> yo como lo mismo que vos. Porque no era algo típico para nosotros, o sea, y después así de, yo te esto pediste, ya me tocó comer, porque, o sea, por, no, no era algo, y, and it sounds stupid because, it's like, pero ahí tiene la foto y todo, pero igual, no, no, when you have not been exposed to it. I think growing up, like, first generation um, Hispanic, you know, uh, you don't have that luxury that your parents give you money and you're like, all right, here you go, do what you want with it. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You didn't have that that luxury. So when you did have that extra money, you'd be like, "What the hell am I gonna do with it?" I remember one time, like I, I used to walk um, down from my high school, and there was a food truck, and my friend was like, "Yo, let's get something to eat." They're like, "Okay, um, I don't know what to, I don't know what to pick," and then he's like, "Oh, you know, you can't go wrong with a bacon and egg." And Okay, let me get a bacon and egg. And I stayed eating a bacon and egg for like a whole week because I was like, I've never had this before. Cuando, cuando, yo también, cuando íbamos caminando a coger el bus, había el hot dog truck en Broadway Market en Newark. So kind of like Elizabeth Avenue en Elizabeth. Yeah. Y había el señor que vendía los hot dogs ahí. Oye, esos hot dogs habrán estado nadando en esa agua azul. <laughs> Eso se veía ya, like, dark, dark color, el, el agua. Y a, para mí, como dice él, o sea, you had money. Y yo, like, oh, ¿qué vamos a comer? Y yo me iba y me pedía el hot dog que valía dos dólares en ese entonces, me acuerdo. Dos dólares por el hot dog. It's like, oh, mustard. Y, y yo veía, ¿no? ¿Qué están pidiendo? Eh, mustard y ketchup. Y me dice, you want relish? Y, un, y, y yo, yes, yes. They messed up my, they messed up my thing. It's like, esto ha sido really? No, quiero. Scraping my hot dog para comerme el resto. I did that too once when they asked me, like, oh, you want relish on your hot dog? I'm like, what the hell is a relish? I said, yes. Oh, my God, that taste is so disgusting. Wait, are you mixing up relish with sauerkraut? Is that what it is? No, relish is, it, is green. No, relish, relish is green. green. Oh, sauerkraut, sauerkraut is, is la like col. La col. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is? Sauerkraut is oh. col cocinada, es así, insípida, feo. No, uh, it was, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe I am, but it's, it's it, was it green? No, it was kind of clear. Yeah, no, it was sour. She got sauerkraut. sauerkraut. Yeah. Oh, sauerkraut. Okay, okay, then I tried that. That was disgusting. <laughs> that was, that, I, that I, I guess I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, otra de las cosas como las reglas de, de la convivencia y, y comida, ¿no? En la universidad yo me acuerdo que, que, 
tenía una compañera y dice, y, y es el estudiante en la universidad, ¿no? Y me viene y estábamos conversando y dice, ni sabes, dice, me voy con mi enamorado a comer y, y tenían chips en salsa o whatever. Y ella dice, va a coger la chip y la meto en el esto y mi novio se acerca, you know, a decirme en el oído, me dice, eh, Sarela, no, di no double dipping. Dice, no, ¿qué es double dipping? Sarela, no double dipping. Dice, y me lo dijo varias veces y yo, dice, no quería, you know, make a fool out of myself de preguntar what's double dipping en frente de todas las personas. Dice, so después ya todos comían y decían, Sarela, come, come. No, no, ya, ya estoy llena. No, no, ya estoy llena. Dice, y dice, ¿tú sabes lo que ha sido double dipping? Dice, mete la tortilla dos veces. Era el que me diga, no mete la tortilla dos veces. Dice, estaba yo toda la noche con hambre porque yo no sabía que era double dipping. El, el no saber te hace hacer cosas estúpidas. Y con la comida ha sido cada cosa, cada cosa. Yeah, I think it's because you don't know. Porque yo me acuerdo, I don't know if it was in Harrison o en LV, yo me acuerdo yendo a la línea de lunch y siempre ordenar lo que el muchacho o la muchacha enfrente mío decía. Si ellos decían something, but maybe that was more of an English barrier too. Because I wasn't sure what, what what things were, what names of the lunches were. Mm. So I just said whatever the, the person in front of me said. Okay. And that's how I figured out what I liked. Ay, que gosh, no va a pedir esto de nuevo. No, este, y hablando de comida ahora en la escuela, ¿no? Yo creo que perdí de peso cuando llegamos acá porque yo no comía nada, ¿no? Me daba ira. Hot dogs creo que era lo único que, como que pues, tú veías la salchicha y era un pan. Entonces, bacán. Can't go wrong with it. Can't go wrong. Eh, pero de ahí, o sea, yo veía tantas cosas. Y yo, uff, ¿qué será eso? Y como no sabía hablar inglés, sí, no, no, no mismo, no, no atinas a lo, que, a lo que quieres comer. Y ahí sí te toca llegar y hay comida en la casa y te toca comer todo lo que hay en la casa, ¿no? Entonces, esa es, esa es otra, otra de las cosas. So, I think that when we were in, in our own countries, um, this whole thing of um, having a, a lunch provided to you was, was not something normal. It's like pretty much your parents gave you money and you would buy whatever you wanted at, at the school. Mm -hmm. And when we came over here to the United States, it was something completely different that you didn't have that option. You, ha you were forced to eat whatever they had on the line. Because it was free. Like, because it was free. Thankfully, you know, that was not another added. And, and that for that, I'm like, I'm thankful to that opportunity that people cannot, don't have to go hungry. You know, they, they come to school. I, si tú llenas tus papeles, te dan el almuerzo gratis, te dan el almuerzo gratis. Pero. It's hard to get used to American food. Te, because yes. You know, you're used to having that comfort from home of the things that you know, but coming into the schools, you're like, okay, what, what is this? Uh, one of the things that really, like, shocked me was uh, going to school and, and getting, like, a, a sloppy joe, and I'm looking at it, and it was like, this looks like something you would give to, like, a dog or something. <laughs> it was just, like, ground-up meat, and I'm like, how am I supposed to eat a sloppy joe? Like, besides a spoon, like, is this a soup? <laughs> <laughs> it's very sloppy. <laughs> yeah, it's very sloppy. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with that thing. El, eh, event, yo ya estaba pero como en eighth grade, so ya sabía suficiente inglés. Y a mí me dieron un, lo que después en el McDonald's decían un McRib, 
que, que es como like rib meat. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I love those. Ew. A mí me encantaban. My wife loves those things, but I, I, I just don't trust things that come in a shape that is not supposed yeah. to come in. Yeah, it's kind of like, like meatloaf. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't like meatloaf. I love meatloaf. Y hay cosas que aquí, viviendo en Estados Unidos, hay cosas que no me acostumbro a comer. Yo no sé si, si te pasa, Nicole. Si tú dices que ya comen jamón en Thanksgiving y, y todo este tipo de cosas. Tratas de asimilar a tu, a tu diario vivir, ¿no? Y tú que estás casada con un muchacho colombiano, debes asimilar más todavía lo, lo que está la cultura de él a, a, también. Pero y hasta ahora, yo creo que hace dos años, do, durante el covid él hizo mac and cheese. Y así, back to, you know, you have to eat it because out of respect. Pero a mí nunca me ha gustado el mac and cheese. <laughs> Yo veo mac and cheese y yo es like. Yeah, mac and cheese for me no es, no es comida de verdad. <laughs> That's because you haven't had good mac and cheese. Maybe I didn't I have it. mac and cheese until I was like 20 or 21 because I refused to eat it. And then when you are starving and you're on your own and you have nothing to eat, You know, that humbles you. And you look at that mac and cheese like, all right, mac and cheese, it's just you and me today. <laughs> Wait, but why, didn't, why did you refuse to eat it? Um, I'm not a fan of cheesy things. It, yes. Oh, I thought it was something else. I thought it was because you, you were protesting. <laughs> protesting what? <laughs> macaroni? <laughs> macaroni ain't down do with nothing. The, down with the macaroni. <laughs> macaroni ain't never do nothing to me. <laughs> No. no. I wanted no, to bring up to something that Christy brought up a couple episodes ago when you were talking about TV. Mm -hmm. Do you, was like that, like, um, so you talked about Sabado Gigante, and that's one of my fondest memories of a kid. Dinner time for you guys, was it everybody at the table? Or was it, you know, and the, was the TV part of that as well? Oh, the TV was part of it. But it was also us sitting together. Do you think that's lost now? Yes. yes, at least for me. It used to be always, or my parents used to make it so we're all in the table. But then everyone like grows up and has different schedules, different school schedules, different work schedules. So it's like impossible now to have everyone sit at the table. It sucks. And just uh, maybe it was maybe a month ago where my mom, my dad, my younger brother and me finally sat at a table together. And my dad was like, wow, this is the first time that we've sat together since like, I don't know how long. And I'm like, damn. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, it does suck, especially when you have different horarios de trabajo. Yeah. Porque no es algo que estás haciendo by choice. Yeah. Es algo que es like forced upon you. Pero cuando estábamos en la adolescencia, quiero decir yo, no en la niñez. En la adolescencia, sí. Sí había que nos sentábamos a comer eh, juntos, y, pero la televisión estaba prendida. La televisión, nosotros veíamos novelas mientras comíamos. Back when novelas were actually good. Yes. <laughs> when, <laughs> cuando el, el, el plot era siempre el mismo. Niña, niña pobre se vuelve rica, se enamora del, del rico. Y We'd be sitting casa. at the dinner table, having our meal, watching Luz Clarita. Oh, my God. Was it like that in Ecuador too? Like everybody got together at the table to eat? Pero sin la tele. Sin la tele. Yes, that was absolutely 100% correct. So do you think our relationship with food, especially, is like more of a cultural type thing? because it's practiced so much over there, but then here it kind of just starts to dissipate. Like the food is like a central thing to like the family. I think it's always been that way, but over here it's just the work schedules. Everybody is busy doing something. Mm -hmm. 
the hustle, the American, the American dream, the American lifestyle. Yeah. Aquí yeah. Uno sacó, mi prima vino de Ecuador and she was like, oh my God, when she's in Ecuador. That's true though. Yeah. Tiempo I think like that's because everybody is, is on a certain time frame. Like everybody has like a nine or five type of job. Uh, you know, everybody gets off. Like most of the people have off on the weekends and they could enjoy it with their family. They were like, okay, vamos de paseo. Oh, let's go visit the grandma in the next city or something, you know? You could actually, like, plan to do that. Over here, no, like, people work on the weekends. Like, if you don't work, you're not eating yeah. type of situation. Y, y, y con eso es, like, como dices, el, el, el corre, corre, corre. O sea, yo me levanto, hago el desayuno para mis hijos, corro al trabajo. Hice el trabajo, se acaba el trabajo, corro a recoger a mi hija, voy a la casa, cocino, a, ayudo a hacer los deberes, estamos por ahí mataperreando una hora más, dos, y ya suena la alarma de, ok, hay que lavarse los dientes, ok, ya vamos a... That's it, se acabó el día. Yep. Sí se va el día volando. Y en ese que, día que se va volando, a veces es más rápido cocinar una comida americana que sentarse y hacer un intricate Ecuadorian dish because... Ecuadorian dishes take time. I I I make it my job to maintain some of my Ecuadorian dishes going. Los que son más fáciles. Ponte una papa con cuero, una papa con librillo, que es fácil de hacer. Este, una guatita que es fácil de hacer. Pero ya los platos que son más intricate, there's no way. There's no way, con todo lo que tiene que pasar en el día a día, como tú dices, I don't think that I'll be making it. Porque es demasiado. Y, como dice Israel, se van a ir perdiendo las costumbres de poco a poco. Yep. Bueno, señores, eh, estamos llegando al final de este episodio que hemos hablado de comidas. Entre todo eso, eh, algo que no hemos tocado, eh, y quizás se puede extender más, más en otro episodio, es la comida orgánica, que en nuestros países, y tú lo sabes, que en nuestros países la comida es orgánica, sin tener el label de organic, porque nosotros tenemos todas las cositas bien eh, criaditas, versus la comida procesada que se ingiere aquí en Estados Unidos, específicamente en las escuelas públicas, donde you do not have a choice, especially if your lunch is for free. Um, esa es una de las razones, como dice Israel, que ten, el sobrepeso existe por motivos de salud. Por favor, mantengan portion control. Sabemos que venimos de una era en las cuales tienes que comerte todo en tu plato, pero tratemos de hacer healthy, conscious decisions para nuestros hijos. Quizás tú creciste con eso, pero no tiene que seguir así. Trata de menorar las porciones, trata de ser eh, un poquito más open mind con lo que tus hijos comen. Sí, hay para que les lleves al McDonald's. Llévales al McDonald's. <risa> Pero no dejes de hacer las comidas ricas de tu país. Porque eso incluye eh, mantener nuestra identidad. Del país del, del que vengas, estés donde estés. Recuerda que aquí estás en familia. Me despido, soy Cristina. And Israel. And don't forget, we family now. Peace out.
Burger King. De todos los fast food joints, I think Wendy's is the only one for me that I like enjoy. I don't like any other like fast foods. They're kind of sweet and salty at the same time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Talking about like Popeye's biscuit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what? sweet and salty? What foods did you miss the most when you came? What are. <laughs> There's a joke. It's like if you want to kill somebody, give them like Popeye's biscuit with no water. <laughs> <laughs> what are the foods? So we, we joke around in, in our family, right, that um, when <laughs> one time um, we went on a trip, on a class trip, right? Oh, my God, yes. And um, my class trip. Mm. And my teacher used to be my aunt at the time because she's a teacher. En so, Ecuador. Mm. So we went on a class trip, and it was like uh, on like a nature hike type of thing. I don't even know where we went. All I remember was walking a lot, and there was nature. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We sat down to eat, and everybody on the, on the on the class they brought their own like little lunch, and everybody I looked around, and we were just sitting around on the grass ha having our lunch, and everybody had like some nice extravagant lunch that that their parents made, like uh, French fries and like arroz con carne and everything. I opened up my thing, I looked inside, and I was like. Really, mom? <laughs> really? <laughs> she sent me una pata de puerco. <laughs> and I'm looking around like all the kids, and I'm like, really, mom? 